In the beginning, there could be only one. No, wait. That's the plot of the movie Highlander. In the beginning, there could be only two. Born not of frustration, but of sheer mind-numbing boredom. And lo, so was born, live from isolation island. Yeah, that's enough. Hello, and welcome to Live from Isolation Island with me, Simon. And me, Dave. Well, really, it should be Live from Isolation Islands, as we are obviously socially distancing from each other. <laughs> There's always a blessing in disguise. Um, <laughs> but we are on our own island, so to speak. Well, you're usually on your own island. But uh, which island are you on now? Antigua, Barbados, Ascension Island? Uh, no, I'm in the dining room. Is that by the uh, Balearic Islands, is it? Uh, no, it's by the kitchen. <laughs> but this is our new podcast where we'll be talking a bit of local news, a bit of topical news and a bit of nonsense. Probably uh, a lot of nonsense. If you like it, then we'll bring one out every week or so. And if you don't, we'll bring it out twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> Just to punish you. Aye. Just while you're all locked in. So, uh, what have you been doing with yourself? Washing your hands? Yeah, obviously. We've, we've got to wash yeah. hands, haven't we? Yeah, washing my hands, yeah. washing my bits. Just the usual. We sort of today shower. Yeah, so it's a bit of a funny yeah. situation we keep finding ourselves in here, isn't it? But Yeah, it's a bit do? Groundhog Day, really, isn't it? It is um, a little bit. Yeah, and, and the hand washing, I've now got... I started off with lovely, silky young men's hands. Now they look like Mother Teresa's. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> I've never moisturised them anyone had told me this time last year that I'd consume more alcohol through my hands than my mouth, I'd have been... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the well, I've never drunk so much lime and soda, other than the lack of lime and the lack of soda. But... Um, in fact, tonight I'm on my first Vimto of lockdown after three weeks. That's what it's come down to. A shortage of diet Pepsi. Yeah. But um. So I mean, what's what's the crap then with this podcast? Are we just going to uh, we're just going to what's our? I think uh, the way I see it, our job now is just to keep morale high. Yeah. Well, everybody's inside, aren't they? Yeah. So let's just now. Make people feel good about being inside by listening to me and you. <laughs> if anything, it's going to keep people inside doing nothing. It's the thought of hearing us every week. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, that should do it. Because, to be fair, we've been in how many weeks now? Oh, Two, God. three weeks? No, it's then the rest. It's our fourth week, isn't Four, it? Fourth week? We're in the fourth week. Yeah. So I know every day is blurring into one. Um, When you you go to do a Zoom call, and somebody the day before has got in touch with you and said, "Will you give my apologies?" and you think, "Well, is there a Zoom call?" Then you realise that you and them are both twenty four hours out from the actual day. (laughs) You know you're in trouble. And when you're using Zoom call, you're in big trouble. I bet you wish you bought some shares in Zoom now, eh? Yeah, yeah, early doors. The um, yeah, I wish I'd zoomed down and got them. I tell you that, but it, it it is good to see so many people have stuck to 
social distancing, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to change a lot of things, isn't it? I think for the future, yeah. there's going to be all sorts of uh, changes going on now. We'll never have meetings in the same way. I think there'll be less demand for calls for central meetings and what have you. I think it's right. Yeah. I think it's, you know, in some ways, if some positives to be taken out of this, then then so be it, you know. Yeah, uh, I think people who the claims for travel are going to drop yeah. <laughs> considerably at the end of this. Suddenly you don't have to go to London, do you? You can pop up digitally and do the same thing. I think the best, uh, there's, there's, there's going to be some uh, interesting stories coming out, isn't there now? People have had, I think, people have had the honeymoon period now. I think, you know, the novelty of having a couple of weeks at home, working from home, being with a family, being with the yeah, kids, yeah. sounds great at the beginning. But then it does oh, get yeah. to a point when you think, hmm. There was, mm-hmm. um, did you, <laughs> here's one for you. There was a guy caught travelling 170 miles from home on the M6 and the police pulled him over. What reason did he give for being pulled over? So far was away he, from home. Was he fleeing his kids? <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> was he? <laughs> <laughs> When the police said to him, why are you out? What's your essential journey? He just said, I'm trying to get away from the wife and kids. (laughs) That is brilliant. That's like that thing, though, on Facebook that people keep putting up. Suddenly, a lot of people are going to realise it was never the teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Well. (laughs) That is ace. I think we should have a story of the week. Um, Yeah, I I do. I think that's my story of the week. Yeah, no, I like that. How are you doing with the teaching? Because you've been doing some teaching tonight, haven't you? Well, yeah, well, um, obviously you know, but for those who don't, I've got two kids, uh, 11 and 7. And, uh, yeah, it's hard work, isn't it? Trying to keep a balance. You've got your own stuff to do, and then you've got... Uh, I've got to try and remember how to do fractions. And <laughs> See, what you need is older kids. Mine are 13 and 18. Yeah, so yeah. well, fourteen actually, because Beth had an isolation birthday on Sunday. Oh. So really, they just take to their bedrooms. It's no different to normal for them. I don't think they've even noticed. They'll be teaching Brad you. Yeah, he went to his bedroom in uh, two thousand and sixteen and hasn't been down <laughs> unless it's for pizza. So other than that, I don't think he even knows there's a crisis going on. Well, I've been introduced to, to the. I've been introduced to the delights of TikTok. <laughs> have you been dancing on tiktok no i didn't do a dance not yet we're working to that you've clearly not seen me on a dance floor for some time no we've, no. Uh, yeah, we've done a seen you on crime watch i am follically challenged as you know so uh the first one we did was turn me head into an egg so, <laughs> i did see a guy yesterday it was four boiled eggs and right. then he stood up the one in the middle stood up and it was just a bold guy yeah, that were me. <laughs> That's what you I see, did. Whereas I, I'm still desperately clinging on to what little hair I've got. My worry is, because yeah. it's very thin on top, um, I'm going to come out at the end of this with no barber, looking like Phil Collins on the Invisible Touch Store. Well, we've had that. In 87. Like a half mullet. <laughs> like a bald Chris Waddle. People have been shouting diamond lights at me. <laughs> on Lytham Road. Are you well, that guy from, uh, yeah. The comb over guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hair is a big thing because obviously for you, you don't have to worry about finding a barber. 
I don't want to let Rachel loose on it. She used to cut me hair years ago. I had a bad experience, Dave, at a barber's years ago. During the mid-1990s, we hadn't been going out long. And um, I went to a barber's and asked for a French crop. But what I asked for was um, a number one at the sides, short on top with a fringe. But when the clippers passed over the middle of the top of my head... I realised she was giving me a number one all over and a fringe, <laughs> which left basically a shaved head with a moustache just above my eyebrows, to which the woman said, I took my glasses off, because as you know, I'm blind as a bat. I took mm. my glasses off, and the woman says, who's cutting my hair, your girlfriend's laughing. I said, well, you could be doing anything, couldn't you? And when I got outside, we realised, yeah, I was bald apart from a strip of hair. <laughs> On my forehead. We've so, had that discussion with the wife tonight because my lad's hair is starting to get a little bit long. So oh. it looks like uh, I'm going to be his barber. I was going to say, yeah. who, who gets to cut it? Yeah, it'll be me. Yeah. Um, well, it'll be me and then I'll get the blame when he goes back with a, a crop, cropped hair. <laughs> there you go. A dodgy side parting. Well, you have fun while you're off. Shave his, his initials in the back of his head or something. Yeah, that'd be, be great. Yeah. yeah. Brad is sat up there. He's got, well, let's not go wild. You don't want people bullying him, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Let people laugh at his hair, not his football team. Brad sat upstairs. He's put three stone in weight on in hair. You've never <laughs> seen anything like it. It's like the no. biggest hair you've ever seen. You think we're just going to be streets of mop-haired people yeah. when all this is over? Just yeah. bedraggled, you know... I'm, bit, I'm getting concerned about my body hair now. <laughs> this is a family podcast, you know. The, uh, what are you concerned about your body hair? Well, it's starting to get you? lengthy. Come on, let me help you with that. It's starting to get lengthy now. What do I do with this? Uh, I'd suggest nah. I think people will be sat at home now just visualising me as Chewbacca. <laughs> well, let's be fair. This, is, uh, this has got to be better than that last Star Wars film. Um, I've I have a confession to make, ladies and gentlemen. I have never. Let me set the scene, though. Let me set the scene. Okay. A lot of people are going through movies and films that they've never seen whilst yeah. in lockdown, and Dave has looked at the fact that there were the works of David Lean and Orson Welles and Fellini and Bergman, and he's going through a series of important movies, Dave. What have you never seen? Marvel films or Star Marvel. Wars. Mar have you never seen Star Wars? No. Don't let me get you to what's it. Don't let me get you to The Godfather or Jaws. <laughs> Let's get these out of the way first. Marvel. How are you enjoying Marvel? Tell us, tell us your story with Marvel. Well, I've just never seen them. So the only time... Well, in fact, that's not the entire truth, is it? Because, well, you know... Because yes. you convinced me not so long back to go and watch Avengers Endgame. The last so thought, of the movies. Yeah, so I thought, great, yeah. I'll go and watch that. That's fine. And I remember asking <laughs> you the question. Remember asking you the question in the car just before we're about to walk into the cinema. Um, does it? I think what was what did I say to you? Does it matter that I've not seen any Marvel films up to this point? Yeah, and that was a surprise to me. 
And I can't, I don't think we can probably say ex- what your exact words were to me at that point. No. But no. needless to say, I quite enjoyed the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, then, you know, serious. and it's it's nice that you're going to know how it finishes. <laughs> so you get a different journey to the rest of us, don't you? Yeah. Well, to how it. it gets there. A lot of jigsaw pieces will fall into place over the next seven to eight months of watching 400 yeah. Marvel movies. I are you watching them? Chronologically, or are you watching them in release order? Yeah, no, I'm watching them. I'm watching them chronologically. So I started with the Captain America, and I've sort of done the early Iron Man. Yeah, I think all the Iron Men were done now. Iron Man. There's only one Iron of them. Man, sorry. There are. <laughs> <laughs> there is, as you'll find out, there are more than one Iron Man. Yeah. Yet it still remains so- singular. Not a plural. I've seen a couple of uh, a couple of Thors. They're ticked off the list. Oh, they're good. Um, and I've done the one with the woman in Ca- it, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Now I still—that's the only one yeah. I haven't seen now, because I did say yeah, I'd watch along you with you. So I'm going to try and catch up. What did you think of Thor? Uh, yeah, it's all right. I, it's not my favourite one so far. I did enjoy the Iron Man ones. Yeah, they're good. Um, How many? Th- but, yeah, no, yeah, I've not. I've not. I've probably been unfair there. I haven't, I haven't not enjoyed watching. Them, no, but I must. I'm looking forward to the Avengers one. I've watched one of the oh, Avengers yeah. as well. That was the first cool. Avengers is good. So have you? How many yeah. Thor have you watched? Um, I'm in the Dark World right. now. I just nearly finished that. Right, because the next Thor, Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is unbelievable. That is unbelievably good or unbelievably unbelievably bad? good. That may be the best. Okay. That is like a Marvel comedy. Wait go. till you get yeah, to that. We'll see. That is unbelievable. I'm not setting it up for a fall, but what I'm saying yeah, is, yeah. you're going to enjoy that one. Good. It's going to okay. be good. So yeah. I know I'm not the only one doing this. I've, I've bumped into a few people now, so I would highly recommend it. Yeah. If anybody's really looking. I think I, I totted it up. There are 46 and a half hours worth of movies if you watch them chronologically. Good gracious. So if you've got Disney Plus, you're laughing. And if you want, I'll post on the podcast page the order in which I'm watching. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're going to post your Disney Plus login <laughs> credentials. <laughs> if anybody wants Disney Plus, ladies and gentlemen, Dave's your yeah. man. Other subscription services are available. I'll tell you what I've been doing. Go on. Incredibly. I've been cooking. Now, as you know, I'm, I'm not a bad cook. I used to, I worked in a kitchen when I was 16 doing my A-levels. It wasn't bad. Washing up. You know, I cooked a good salad and that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a little video the other day with Beth. She was very annoyed, so I carried on. Cheese toasty. Nice. Or for my American family, a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Unbelievable. I've, I've, it's a seven-minute how-to video, which we might release, actually. Seven minutes? How have you managed to prolong making a cheese toasty? <laughs> There's some very artistic edits in it and some really good shots. It wasn't seven minutes for Beth. It was 40 minutes. Because I kept having to stop as she shouted through the window, where's my cheese toasty? Yeah, yeah. I'm starving. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's been brilliant. There's um, a guy we both know and his wife, they've live streamed her making dinner tonight. 
as a little cookery show. So What's he cooking? The world is... I didn't really see. <laughs> I didn't pay. I'm really sorry, Adrian. I'd, I've forgotten what you cooked or Sharon cooked. Mm. Um, but basically, it's become the world has become a cottage industry of people making cottage pie and things. Everybody knows how to cook something now, don't they? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's good. It's uh, so. No, so it's that was good. your dish it's of the right. week: cheese toasty. Dish of the week: cheese toasty. I might next week. I'm wondering. I don't know how to top it really. Um, fried egg butty. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Something like that. That's good. Fish finger Traditional butty. Traditional fish and chips. Yeah. Well, I got the idea. Let's not go wild. Yeah. Three ingredients or less. Okay. Um, well, I got the idea when I saw Jamie Oliver just knocking up. Uh, just a quick three oil sauce that you might need while you're in lockdown. WD. <laughs> Castrol GTX. And uh, a yeah. bit of antifreeze. Now, that's what annoyed me, really. He said it could be any three, just some oils you've got lying about. Well, I made tonight, for the very first time, chip shop oh. style curry. From scratch? Oh, it's beautiful. It tasted just like the chippy. Was it from the chippy? Mm, no, but I was in <laughs> beer and a... bargains. Go on, and there was I know what you're a... going to say. <laughs> there, was a, there was a chip shop style curry powder thing, and all you've got to do basically is boil it in a pan. Brilliant. You should do a little video on that. 350 fluid ounce, mill... oh, what is it now? I can't remember the measurements. 350 it... mil of water? That would be it, mil. I was going to say fluid ounces, yeah. but that would be a lot, wouldn't it? It'd be a lot of that. You'd need. You could. You could. It's a lot of curry. You could service Harry Ramsden's, couldn't you, nationally? To be fair, I didn't. I didn't realise that three hundred fifty mils in the half yeah, a yeah. in it. So it was. Um, I've got some left now, as it's in there. But yeah, you just uh, put the powder in, add your water, and then I add it with me chicken sandwich and waffles. <laughs> it's like you've you've created your own iHeart. Just because I could. It's like the Waffle House in South Shore. If that was in London, that'd be fusion. Yeah, it would. Fusion food. If you like. Do you remember the place that used to um, charge you to eat breakfast cereal? Oh, yeah. Any time of the day. Six Lasted quid a bowl. five minutes. Yeah. Imagine that on Ifield Road. Yeah. Unbelievable. Imagine topping up in there. You chip in at half four in the afternoon asking for a bowl of Frosties. <laughs> you have to pay a fiver. Not going to work, is it? Unbelievable. No. But oh, that is what we're, we're reduced to, really, isn't it? And I think that's... That's the thing. As good as it is that we're all staying inside and, you know, keeping our distance and washing our hands, basically, we'll become a generation of people with a set of useless skills Yeah. that yeah. we won't need to use again. I'm more concerned that we're just going to end up with a, a, a cohort of young adults who are homeschooled by alcoholic parents. <laughs> Again, you need teenagers. I'm not even sure what I'm not sure what schooling's going on. You know how many kids you've got? Uh, well, for the purposes of the CSA, we we don't like to a bit like Boris Johnson. A yeah. guesstimate will do. That'll do me. <laughs> the um, let's not get into this before Rachel's already gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well. This is an interesting way of spending my evening. I've never spent my evening talking down a microphone to a mate in his conservatory, no. sat on the floor, 
It's a very well haberdashered milking stool. Okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I've got a bit of cramp, I've got to be honest, in my right thigh. So what are you doing tomorrow? Any plans? Yeah, I'm going to the kitchen. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to go to the kitchen as much. It's nice there. Because you... if you remember, I'd I'd have just started the gym before all this. Oh yeah, how's that the going? The gym is closed. Well it was alright. I was I was looking pretty buff. Yeah. Um now I look, I'd, I've gone from, um, what's he called, Vin Diesel, to Danny DeVito in three weeks. Can't believe it. I'm even a foot and a half shorter. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> so there's no there's no bouncing about with Joe Wicks no. here. Well, my lot are doing no. that, but I just can't bring myself to do it. I think I, I attempted to do it the other morning, and then the wife told me off and said, cover up. Because <laughs> putting her on. <laughs> I know, well, we, we all got under a doorway because we thought the Richter scale had gone off. And then, yeah, it was me bouncing about in the front room. Nice. Unbelievable. Right, so we have been in lockdown now for three weeks, four weeks. Um, what do you think? Can you, can you criticise the response to it? Are we at that part now? <laughs> it's interesting. Well, it's one of them, isn't it? What can you do? Uh, we keep hearing this saying, don't we, from start to finish, unprecedented circumstances, unprecedented times, everything's unprecedented. So I suppose you can uh, you can afford some sympathy to that. Mm. But you've got to look at how some of the other countries have responded and then look at the rate in which the virus has spread there there's been lower fatalities as a yeah. result um so yeah it's a difficult one in it it is um, i think we could have done a, a lot more a lot sooner personally yeah somebody put it to me that for the first time we got handed hindsight on a plate and ignored yeah. it really mm. it's a difficult one though isn't it because the government for me, have just dropped the ball on it. Yeah. Too slow, not enough PPE put in place, not enough testing. Yeah. Very much not enough testing. And as you know, I worked for the NHS for, was it 16 years? And I'm hearing terrible things. I think you've heard of some nurses and people like that. Terrible stories, lack of equipment, um, a system really working at capacity without the tools to do the job. Whilst it might be unprecedented, you've got to, you know, it's this 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 hasn't come entirely unexpectedly. No. People this this has been warned about for many many years and we should have at least been had some preparation for it. Um even you know have the, the for not have the PPE is just a disaster. Yeah. It really is just a disaster and it can only uh it could it it's an easy problem fixed and why it was left so late just beggars yeah. me personally i just don't understand why you're going to do that why would you put all them people at risk yeah. i think it, it, there was a story yesterday wasn't there that um three times we turned down joining a procurement process with the rest of the european union we were offered yeah. the chance to bulk buy with them and three times we've said no which would have yeah, got yeah. Was in the door to buy the equipment, 
far earlier than we've now got it. And we were now, mm. we've got nurses and doctors who are doing it with homemade equipment in some places. Yeah. I know I've got a lot of uh, friends that are teachers and I know the design tech departments are all knocking up some of the face masks and face yeah. cards and stuff. Which, which is so brilliant. every credit. But then I suppose, you know, look, Government is what it is, and it, it, that'll never change no matter who's in power. There's always yeah. going to be stuff you hate, you'd like, you don't like. There's the yeah. those you do like, those you don't like. Um, but I think one thing that has clearly shone out is a the key workers, yeah, a, a historically a groups of people that um, really have been at the bottom of the pile in relation to society and things like that in relation yep. to pay and support and um, now all of a sudden we're realizing their worth their importance and um, well say we I, I think i've always been of, of the mind that you know we're all equals um, yep. and that we everyone should be treated as such but i think there are now individuals within government who are starting to actually realise the important part that these key workers do play on a day-to-day basis that just goes completely unnoticed. Yeah, I think wider society has now noticed the jobs that we don't think about, that we take for granted really, the unglamorous jobs, you know, the the shop workers, the bin men, uh, council workers, we're now realising they keep society going. They do. And and then you've got the other side, you've got the other groups, you've got the community groups, the charities locally that are just keeping everything going. And, and you know, in an ideal world, we should live in a world where we don't need charities. We don't need those. But such is the the world that we, you know, we do need to rely on these organisations. And uh, as being part of um, charitable organisations for the last 20 years myself, uh, and there's so many charities working so well together, and uh, and that is one group of individuals um, who overwhelmingly um, are not self-served. Generally, you get the good, the bad, and the ugly like any walk of life, but not self-serving and working for the greater good of the communities and the people in which they're serving. Yeah, well, well I think that's what's been shown, uh, isn't it, the last few weeks. That the slack has been picked up yeah. by community groups, by charities, yeah. by individuals who've stepped up and just given their time. And yeah. that, I think, is... If you think back to the first week that everybody went and stood outside on a Thursday night and clapped, it was a clap for the NHS. And within three weeks of that, have we had three? It's become a clap for carers and key workers, hasn't it? Because that... Those are the people that we owe a debt to that I don't think we can repay. Well, there you go. So, hey, yeah. That was a bit of a serious note to finish on. It was. Sorry. We did get serious right. then. Yeah. But no, it's right though, isn't it? Do you reckon? And while we're on, we will just say a big thank you to everybody. We see it as people that help with charities and things. And thank you to everybody that's doing stuff for anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Right, that seems to be a good place for us to finish before we drive people up the wall. It does. Uh, we'd also like to say a big thank you to people for listening yep. to us. Yeah, we will be back again. We're not going to take a vote on it. <laughs> Are you going to make me come back? We'll just show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think our public are going to demand we come back. Yeah, I reckon. We'll see. Oh, yeah, final demand.
is what I think. But we will be back again next week. Uh, we may have someone for us to speak to. We may not, though. So don't get your hopes up. What do you reckon? Shall I... Uh, like Kylie Minogue, Jason Donovan? Any of them. Uh, probably more Max Ramsey. What was she called? I'll have to get our address books out. Madge. Madge. Madge Ramsey. Madge will do. Mrs. Mangle. <laughs> <laughs> get Mrs. Mangle out of this. Or an angry Anderson. <laughs> but right. yeah. But we just want to say thanks for listening. Yeah. And we will see you again. It's bye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Thanks for listening and uh, tune in next time. See you later. Bye. Ta-ra.